Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey everybody and welcome back to episode 30, G.I. Joe, Knowing is Half the Podcast. Did you forget what we were doing? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Also, do you realize that it's episode 131? 131? Yeah. What, what's 131? It's episode 31. 31. No, this is episode 30. On mine. I mean, if we count Cobra Claws as coming to town. No, this is Ep 31. Oh, hold Jan on is right. Cobra to... Quake. Wait, did we watch got... Cobra Quake? Yeah. I did. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did we all watch a completely different episode? You guys, I had, <laughs> I had the wrong notes out. I had the one from the Know Your Joe. I was going to say, this, like, Jan is definitely right. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome no, back to episode no, 31. No, we're not restarting. Of Co- this stays Quake. in. <laughs> oh, no, this is all staying in, because I'm blessed. <laughs> My name is Ray Stacanus. Robert Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. Are you sure Were you on your that? phone? What are you doing? What is sorry, going on? Sorry. Listen, you guys already started the shit show. I was just <laughs> continuing it. Well, you know, when, Gina, when you're done texting, we'll uh, wiki face emoticon send. Oh, okay, Jesus. great. See, you say that, and it's going to turn out that like she's talking to her like <laughs> uh, brother who's in the hospital dying of leukemia or something. And she wants to send him but a wiki like, it's the yeah. la- It's the last thing that she sends <laughs> to him before he dies. But then I'm like, oh, got to power through this podcast. Yep. <laughs> you, you don't hit send, and then he dies, and you're like, oh... Guys, it got dark in here all of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> I think you were the one that uh, took it to the place. It's probably my fault. Uh, we're talking about Cobra Quake. I have the right notes out right now. Uh, episode 31. And we open with a storm plane. By Ted Peterson. Ted Peterson. Ted Peterson. Now, what, do we know what else Ted Peterson? I've never heard of him before. Uh, I feel like we've, see, we've seen some of his episodes before. I mean, we, yeah, we've seen uh, everybody by this point. Um, well, there's always going to be somebody to surprise us, right? I, I don't know if we've seen Peterson. Did he do the greenhouse? No. No, the greenhouse was. Don't look. I got this. I want to see. I want to know. I got to go back through the Centurions and Godzilla, Jason of the Star Command, Thunder of the Barbarian. He only did Cobra Quake, Cobra Sound Waves, and okay. Satellite Down. Okay, he did Satellite Down. So that's a good one right there. That's the one with the Prime Ords in it. So we know he's not afraid to talk about other cultures. Oh. You know what? And here's the thing. I will uh, say, no, don't say that. Are you con- are you con- 
concluding that the prime wards equal. Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. In, in 1980s America, yes. Like he was the guy that like the other writers were like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. And he was like, sure, I'll take it. I got this. <laughs> I'll read books and find out about other cultures. Uh, I will say this. We're in Japan for uh, almost this entire time. And there's a lot of uh, uh, opportunities to really fuck this up and really go racist. Oh, yes. And um, by and large. I think they a good job of not doing that. I think by that they didn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. I give them full. I'm mostly a fan. I can't. I can't recall any real moments where I was like, "Oof." There was one, and I'm sure we'll get to it soon enough. But uh, we open <laughs> with a plane and a storm, and uh, Duke was letting Gung Ho know it's not turbulence that ever crashes a plane. Uh-huh. But you know they still crash. But it's a- it's aliens. It's alien. Mm. I'm not saying it was aliens. I wrote Tokyo. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was, uh, I was excited. It's kind of weird that their base was in a pagoda. Whatever. It's not like every fucking building in Japan's a pagoda. That's fine. Let's I'm just surprised, you know, they had trouble with those paper houses and everything, you know, because yeah. every mm-hmm. building is made out of paper in yep. Tokyo, to my understanding. Yep. Skyscrapers and everything just all made it like paper walls. <laughs> so, Tommy. Yeah. Well, they, they decide we're going to go to the Tokyo base because because we have the third world economic council delegates having a convention yeah. here. Wow. I actually. The third world do we delegates. call those do we call those meetings that like. <laughs> Third world, like a uh, uh, backwater hick town. <laughs> Do we have like yeah, like a uh, uh, mayoral uh, um, get-togethers with, uh, and just call them like uh, the the shit backwater towns <laughs> convention? I will say that this is the point where when they're in the plane and they apparently have the delegates on board. I wrote out, oh, this plan seems ill ill prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was they're a just, ruse. They're just it picking all... up one by one delegates from different countries. I was like, this seems, b- and with no defenses. Well, the, the weird thing they is, they fooled me, guys. They, yeah, you and Cobra. <laughs> uh, third world. Uh, the, for those of you out there who don't know history, um, first world, second world, third world was from the Cold War era, which is what this takes place in. First world being your country, second world being uh, and countries that you you control. Second world being the opposing country, Russia in this case, and the countries they have spread over and the third world are countries neither of you give a shit about <laughs> it is literally like the rwandas of the world sorry rwanda i picked you out at random as a random african nation as a place you don't care about and mm. so literally so anywhere with black people you can't tell the difference <laughs> why even bother well, well i believe luxembourg maybe too i don't know uh, third- luxembourg is not a third world country i mean we they're probably more it. advanced than we are <laughs> fair enough but uh, when you have a third world economic council what you're saying is, here's a total bunch of countries nobody gives a shit about, and why is Cobra so worried about these people talking to each other? Because cooperation between countries is bad for Cobra. But they they say later on in the episode, oh, they never really solve anything yeah. of these things anyway. Mm-hmm. So I have to admit, I was also like, go like do go melt the polar ice caps again or something <laughs> like this seems not worth your time yeah if it was if no if it was just like a major parties or a un delegates or something like that yeah. then, then we're on top of it but literally mm-hmm. the third world means mm-hmm. these are the countries well, that are irrelevant here's the thing uh I, and and i got a little bit confused because they were like uh yeah all the joes are going to be guarding this place here aha so cobra is going to attack where they're undefended which apparently is the training camp, which doesn't make any sense. I guess that was just the test, oh. but like their uh, actual the plan, test, yeah. their actual plan is sort of like sort of to disrupt this thing, but also they're going to level fucking Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. So, which I was like, why? Because at some point I was like, why are they 
doing this again? <laughs> be, to be scary. Yeah. Terror. Because they do bad things to good people. Have- I mean, well- I mean, in the other in other episodes, their plans are usually pretty easy to follow. Like, oh, we're going to steal all the world's oil and then sell it back to them because we want money because we're an evil corporation. Got it. Right. In this one, they're like, well, we're going to do this thing. I'm pretty sure the messes Tokyo yeah, up. We're going to destroy Tokyo. Uh, they'll cause a tidal wave that'll destroy Hokkaido, and then everybody will be afraid of us. And uh, <laughs> this episode is—I'll just say it—this episode is very scattered and doesn't always make the most sense. Mm-hmm. It seems more so. Hey, I know a couple of things about Japan, and I know a few locations yeah. in Japan. Let's yeah, just make an episode where we do everything physically possible <laughs> that I know about Japan. Here's the thing: uh, with that very low bar. Uh, it was achieved. It was oh, successful. I will say yeah. kids watching this episode will have learned more things about Japan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we'll get, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Wild Weasel starts an airplane battle sure. with with Flint and drive, with no weapons on the airplane. Yeah. Again, again, I'm going to say this for the billionth time. <laughs> I hate how no one on this show cares about trees. <laughs> they don't. Like, like you would think even like the Joes at some point would be like, oh, my God, we just ruined all this, like these acres of. But no, they're just like, yeah, crash them into that tree. Burn up that tree. They're always <laughs> Wait, destroying. Are, are you mad at G.I. Joe or Cobra? Because Cobra's, Cobra's the one, the one that, who like, did it. I'm yeah. mad, I'm mad at G.I. Joe because they have proven before when they're crashing through jungles that they don't care. Cobra, I already know, doesn't care. And I don't think they should care. They, they're, they're evil. Mm. I feel like the Joes should be like, oh, man, this sucks. Look at how many trees just got destroyed. But they don't care. And you know the other episode was Satellite Down where they're destroying the jungle. Uh, There's all a lot over. of episodes author. where they're destroying the jungle. Oh, this author he, hates trees. He hates trees. <laughs> This is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so, yeah, so Wild Weasel says, land your plane. And Flint says, can't. There's nowhere to go. And so they use it as a barrage of missiles to create of, a, a working yeah. runway, well, apparently well close enough that G.I. Joe can just land the plane. ATG missiles, they specify. And I was like, the f- why would they even bother with them? Like, oh, okay, air to ground. But then also, I, I was still left to the question. Why would you even bother bring, <laughs> making that uh, specificity? Oh, guys, ATG stands for anti-tree... Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Look, you got a better G? Why are you staring at me? So they shoot the <laughs> runway. <laughs> they shoot the runway. Flint lands, at which point we reveal, it's a big trap. Gina, you've been fooled. It's a trap. I was fooled. As uh, Thunder comes rolling on out of the plane. Oh, was that what that was? That was the, that was Thunder and the big uh, vehicle whose name I'm blanking oh, on right it's now. It's a ridiculous vehicle. Mm. It's, yeah. it, like, let's uh, take a tank and make it awkward. Let's raise the center of gravity and put a uh, giant cannon on it. Yeah. Like an oversized cannon. Make it look like a a Cadbury cream egg. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ace shows up and uh, for the first time that I can even remember, does not crash his plane. Yeah. He actually pulls off some maneuvers. But he still does a card card pun. (laughs) <laughs> what was the card pun, Gina? I don't remember. It was... Get ready to cash in your chips. Oh, yeah, you that, was, that was it. So Wild Weasel and all the Cobras are absolutely scattered. Uh, Cobra Cobra Pilot gets blown out of the sky after he crashes through trees. Ace yep. comes about a foot off the ground and goes through two, between two trees sideways, mm-hmm. you know, like pilots are wont to do, mm-hmm. as Chen uh, would intimate. And then the Cobra Pilot crashes his plane, thankfully escapes... Just get crawls yeah. out when it's, it's just yeah, down. it just smacks into the tree. He's like, "Ow, walk away!" Oh, he doesn't walk away because he's assaulted by coconuts. I mean, well, yes, coconuts. If I'm just gonna put it out there that if I was that guy, I would 
take as many coconuts as I could carry and, mm-hmm. and be like, cool, I just survived a plane crash and I got all these free coconuts. You realize you can get like a Coke for like, like three bucks <laughs> at the store near where you live. Uh, you don't have to transport it from Thailand. First of all, Thailand. this was in the 80s when coconuts were not as Thank predominant. You. And they're fresher. Yeah, they're right fresh, off the tree, Chan. Right off that tree. Uh, what I actually appreciate about this pilot is that he crashes. He gets out. He's got to be a little shell-shocked, but otherwise unharmed, and then receives a massive concussion from the coconuts afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you think you're out of the frying pan? No. Well, he's got you're a helmet in the on. coconut fire. That's what they're for. That's what they're for. You're in the coconut um, fire? And then, well, yeah. And then Wild Weasel and Ace have a little back and forth. You know, you'll, I'll get my revenge on you. And Ace is like, saddle up to the table, card boy. I don't know what he says. It's something pun-related, I'm sure. Probably. Do you think that people uh, ride their horses up to the <laughs> I'm just wondering why the well, saddle figured it They did that. in the Old West. Uh-huh. So maybe he was like channeling a John Wayne movie. Mm-hmm. Saddle up to the bar, pilgrim. Mm-mm. That's quick, quick, quick kick that does dumb crap oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. And me, apparently. <laughs> so uh, Cobra Command, we cut the Cobra Commander saying they tricked us. They're a bunch of jerks. Uh-huh. But then he has a little bit of a... a we have tricks. The trickster has within, become the tricky. Yeah, we have tricks within tricks. Right, except they don't, they don't actually have any tricks within tricks. <laughs> no. There was no trick there. I they s- just got tricked. Did you not assume they were going to cut to Zartan being one of the third world leaders or That's something to what that I was effect? expecting. Yep. And then inside the meeting, he was like going to blow it up? Because mm-hmm. they don't have that at all. No. There's nothing involving him being tricked Mm-mm. that he's even in reference to, unless it's a separate B plan that we just didn't get to this episode. Maybe in the 35-minute cut of this episode, <laughs> there was that, and then it failed. <laughs> right. and they're like, okay, well, let's go to plan B, which is level all of Tokyo. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Zartan didn't pay his union dues, so we got to cut Zartan out of the episode 100%. Sure. Got to make sure he's out. Uh, cut to UN meeting. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're just shouting at each other, and we get that reveal you mentioned before. Nothing ever happens at these meetings. Yeah, boy, I'm glad they're not fighting each other. They're just shouting. <laughs> the, immediately... Was this the part that you thought was racist? Nope. Okay, no, that was okay. we're not there yet. No. Uh, let's see here. So immediately, okay, that was it. That was that. Scene. So a bunch of quick scenes. Uh, we cut to Quick Kick and Bazooka on Hakido, right? Yeah, I was Hokkaido. excited. Hokkaido, excuse me. I was excited that there's a new chick, and she's a Japanese chick. A uh, Taiko, Taco. Keiko. Taiko. Yeah, which is weird because I was like, Keiko? No, I thought Taiko. it was Keiko was first, yeah. I feel like they probably spelled it T-A-I-K-O and then someone mispronounced it. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Just go with Taiko. It's T- it was spelled T-E-I-K-O. Is, did you, is it? I looked it up, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Then that is correctly pronounced. I've never heard that Taiko Taiko? Taiko? No, it's Taiko. Taiko, got it right. Okay. Yes. I just, I'm just second guessing myself. Was that where it got offensive, Chan, when I tried to pronounce Japanese words? I mean, I'm constantly offended by you. <laughs> the show is still, oh, we're still, good. still in good shape. So Bazooka it tries uh, to train. He tries to grab Taiko, uh-huh. and she flips him over. Yeah. And is like, hoo-ha, Bazooka. And he just kind of, oh, that no good. He's Fui. immediately <laughs> like upset about oh, yeah. this, that he let a woman get him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think Bazooka would be so misogynist. <laughs> I'm. I think that it's more along the lines of like he is like King Kong. <laughs> and he's trying to ravage he's her just Tokyo like, woman. <laughs> and like he, that's all he knows. He just like is going on his base instincts of like woman beat me. 
Yeah. And this is a part I was a little confused by because Taiko seems to have a very decent grasp of the English language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, oh, I think you, you pr- hit him, a, uh, bumped his pride. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where on the body is the pride? To be I, fair. I gotta say, like, pride what? is what? not a very easily translatable idea. Yeah. In and Japan? also, the way he constructed the sentence was kind of the way an idiot would do yeah, it. Yeah. So, okay. If she pride. didn't get it, that's not his, that's not her fault. Yeah, for not being I agree. Able, like, Trying to be clever and just I kind of guess feeling. it just seemed weird that like I mean because uh, Japanese culture and like uh, uh, the, the 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 samurai way and what have you that's all about pride and and kind of personal honor and stuff like that. But it's that. a different word, you know what I mean? You like, think that's like, the issue right there? Yeah, I mean it's not like they call it pride. Also, hey, hold on. Okay, here is what they actually said. You just gave him a bump in the pride. Oh, where is the pride? Yeah, a bump in the pride is not. She's probably like saying like, "Oh, did I misunderstand you? Did you yeah. say something like is oh. is a thing is a, are you using the word differently as an idiom? Yeah, like is a pride a part of the you know like so the, the, look the, at the dick? Did I kick him in the dick? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> the fault is with me and not her. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, and 100%. also with quick kick and quick kick. Yes, okay. yes, quick kick needs to well, stop. Making those goddamn yeah. Uh, impressions. Yeah. So, do we think immediately like Bazooka's like got a thing for? Her? I was thinking like, uh oh, where is Quick Kicks? Where is Quick Kicks' girlfriend? The right. the college girl back in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not going to go to Japan with him. Or... I, I mean, I'd take her. Like, if I were him, I'd be like, Hey, did you want to go? I mean, she is a good also, fighter. Sure. But also, he's on the job. Yeah. Like, that's his job. That didn't so, stop so. her from hanging out with him before. She yeah, broke into their yeah, base. That's true. Ran from room to room. Although, I could absolutely see him saying, like, hey, baby, I'm going to do some training in Japan. You want to come? I have finals. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I did have a moment where I was worried for this woman because if Bazooka develops a crush on her, I feel like it is very, it's like, very Lenny from yep. Of Mice and Men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get that. She's definitely. going to end it, up with yeah. her neck snapped. But doesn't, doesn't it feel like Bazooka would end up with, like, a, a, a small Japanese woman for a wife? Yep. Like, yes. yes. I mean, like, isn't he that kind of guy? Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's like, just, what, like, there's a personality type that seems to gravitate towards it, and I've noticed it in Bazooka. But I, that, that doesn't change the fact that I am afraid for her. No, no, no. She's in trouble. Because there are many ways that he could kill her. He could roll over on her in his sleep. <laughs> she is a well-trained martial artist. It's not like she's going to snap. <laughs> snap like a twig. She's not one of these seven-year-old black belts, Gina. She's a grown one. She's tiny compared to him. There you go. Uh, you do have a poll right here of Quick Kick introducing the next meeting as Alfred Hitchcock. That was one of the strangest <laughs> sequences I've seen. I know. It was Ugh. so weird. It was, it was the <laughs> worst is what it was. Good evening. Welcome to Bomb Theater. Yeah, also, what's that know. accent he's doing? Well, that's supposed to be it's Hitchcock. Supposed to be Alfred Hitchcock. It doesn't Hitchcock. really sound like Hitchcock. No, and there was that. And it, for a second, I thought it was uh, an animation mistake. But no, they actually had oh. because it wasn't even a silhouette. Yeah. It was just an outline. Well, that's that what it was. Walked up into right, and then that's what it was on the original I show. It was a silhouette. It was a silhouette. No. It was the caricature silhouette of uh, Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Yeah. No, they had. There were definitely episodes where it was just a white line, and he walked okay. into the white line. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so he's he's pulling on that, but for bomb training, like quick kick. Welcome to bomb well, theater. Okay, Inappropriate. First of all, bomb training it, it, with bazooka. It, like you couldn't find someone who's actually good at defusing bombs. Apparently, his job is bomb defusing, isn't it? 
We looked him up before. I mean, he he does that kind of, but I still don't trust him to do it. Yeah, like I just. Why would you get someone that knows what the fuck they're doing yeah. and can explain it? it. He's yeah. the guy who runs into the burning building with a missile launcher and stirs the ashes with the tip. I mean, this is not the guy I'm trusting with thousands of lives at stake. Uh, and at which point we have a uh, he he screws up. He can't figure. He can't. Mm-hmm. He gets to the yellow wire at the very end, and they can't figure out which wire to cut. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, only one I, wire left. I present to you Bazooka in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Also, it's clearly a fake bomb. So if I were him, I would just confidently cut it. Yes. No. And be like, see, it didn't explode. But yep. then a little like goofy, like boo boo, it's gonna blow up. Yeah. Boom. And then all of a sudden, magnitude eight earthquake. That's that's no yeah. fucking that's joke. Severe. Also, uh, like bazooka is dead. Like as soon as he goes yeah. in that, thing, he falls into he a chasm. Falls into, yeah, it's like yes. head first. And I was like, well, bazooka's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he f- he falls into a chasm that immediately rips open from the eight bag. I can't stress this enough. An eight with the San Francisco earthquake, to my knowledge, uh, was, was not an eight. Seven point six. It or something wasn't like that. even yeah. that. It is big. It, it is, is really real big. like they said. It leveled the compound. Everybody looked fine. Uh, I did well, enjoy. I mean, Quick kick yelling, evade, evade. Yeah. And everybody there just starts doing ninja flips. And Cartwheels. Just hands training. Just the <laughs> stupidest shit you would do if you were trying to avoid boulders yes. coming down at an avalanche. It was absolutely. I'm just, I just have written here. Come on, everybody. Just use your superhuman abilities that we all have. <laughs> Come on, you guys. And so everybody evades all the boulders. We're good. And Quick Kick immediately just turns and just is like, oh, well, Bazooka's dead. Yep. Yeah. Time for the eulogy. Well but, then when, but then when we realized he's not, I wrote, nope, he's too dumb to die. <laughs> uh, you know what was fucked up is that, uh, well, I mean, here's what Quick Kick says. He's gone. He was a good man. No bomb expert, but a good man. <laughs> Dude, if he just he gets, died, he maybe one leave last, out the bit. He gets in one last neg. Oh, he's, Christ. You think he's trying to date Bazooka? Is that <laughs> yeah. this is my he, last chance? He gets in one last neg. And how about we just look for him instead? I mean, we could assume he's dead, or nobody ever dies from falling into a chasm ever on this show. Mm. Maybe we could, you know, form a search party and look for him for mm. mo- more than five seconds. I'll put it out there. But you're, you're right. Why? You know, he was a dick, but he's dead now. Oh, well. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, you know, the other weird thing is that uh, as he's getting out, he's, you know, still j- talking about the bombs. Like, hey, maybe it was the green one. <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha, ha. There was no green wire, you there fucking was no psychopath. I noticed that. What the hell? <laughs> Maybe I saw it wrong. Maybe he's colorblind, and that's why that explains a lot. Well, he recognizes the colors at the end of the episode. <laughs> spoiler alert. I feel like yellow and black is not a color you can be blinded. No, but you could think green is red and red is green. Right, but the colors were yellow and black. Oh, I thought there was a red in there as Wait, well. Wait, were they blue and black? Because I thought they were yellow and gold. My mistake. <laughs> That's an old internet reset. Yeah, t- timely reference for our podcast that people I will never get. Did it? If you don't get, that, I just remember at the problem. end of the year when they were doing their year-end wrap-up things, they were like, "Hey guys, remember the blue and white dress?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't." That <laughs> was like a it? billion years ago. It <laughs> like, felt like it was. It was like four months ago. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was like five years ago. I'm like, this is the <laughs> world we live in now. You got over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I suppose it could just because I'm getting older, and then you do that thing where like, yes. yeah, it's, time flies. <laughs> But also, I feel like internet culture just like happens uh, so fast. The hey, don't be like Bill meme. It's it was like boom. Oof. It was like there, and then people turned on it, and <laughs> it was already gone. Like in the space of like a day. I've, I've seen new ones today. Oh okay. 
but oh, most of them are like ones that are like hating hating on it. Right. I, I can't wait till two weeks from now when my mom figures it out and does it. I'll be like Bill stick figure meme. That's no, that's the thing. Your mom's gonna do it tomorrow, and you be like, wait a minute, this was supposed to happen like weeks from now. What, what? is happening? She's savvier than I thought. <laughs> Retirement treating her well. Okay, Chance, so you're the resident science jerk on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of science stuff that gets explained right here, and maybe you can like mm, lay it out for me. I think explanation is a real strong <laughs> word. Um, they say, well, okay, scientists often use explosions to prevent earthquakes. Uh-huh. What if hey, can we start yes. back at the point where they say there are no active faults near oh, there's no uh, active faults Hokkaido? Near Hokkaido. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, the Japan, Japan is on the ring of fire. Yes, it is. They're all active faults. That was what he said. I go, is it all of Japan an active Pretty fault? Pretty much. How would they, wouldn't they, I feel like the writers are smart. Wouldn't they know that? Did they just decide to fudge it? I yes. think I think it, it uh, taco truck pulled up. And it was time to uh, move on. Oh, I got to look this up. Tacos, no. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Tacos, but, no. Taco. Uh, <laughs> that's how they came up with her name. Like, oh, it was Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. So hungry. So hungry. What do we call her? Pizza? No. That's not Japanese Taco. enough. Taco. Taco. Let's get a burrito. So he says, what if Cobra's using explosions to create earthquakes, whereas we normally use explosions to prevent... Have, I've this never heard solid of preventing earthquakes with a with an explosion. I think it before. is something the thing. that they tried. Is that a thing? Here's the thing. Uh, I don't think that they've ever managed to prevent uh, earthquakes, because we still right, can't, they can't. Uh, f- uh, know precisely when they hit. Uh-huh. However, yeah. um, we have learned that you can cause earthquakes with things like <laughs> fracking. Oh, for example. So uh, Take terrifyingly, that, Oklahoma. Terrifyingly real... Um, that makes me sad. I am sad by this. This is this is my uh, my my issue with this scene is not the science, mm. but it's the fact that they're like, hey, there's a seismologist. Who should we send to go and get this really smart? Let's send bazooka <laughs> and a trainee. That's right, bazooka and Taco, so they can have some quality alone. Yeah. Talk. No, wait. I'm sorry. No, this is uh, oh, later J. on. They do that. Lady yeah, J this goes. Lady J. But yeah, like That's I feel right. like I feel like Bazooka is like, oh what? Like what? Yeah, like go get that seismologist and he would just sit there staring at you. He would just having gra- a series of mini strokes. Grab any Japanese person that was around yes. him. Is this him? <laughs> How about this one? He looks smart. Everybody looks smart compared to you, Bazooka. <laughs> oh look, Jackie Chan. <laughs> I didn't know he was a seismologist. They're all Jackie Chan. Oh, <laughs> So they say the exposition says we have the seismologist in a Shinto shrine for security purposes, right? Secure places in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they they have you know charms to protect. <laughs> we uh, can put him in a warehouse bunker, you know, because you know Fort Knox is actually built in a Shinto shrine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I can't even get the words out <laughs> Shrin- for security Shinto. purposes. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and Lady J, maybe Chan, maybe you can explain this to me because Lady J is right about to enter the Shinto shrine. Mm-hmm. She turns to bazooka and go hey we have to respect their culture mm-hmm. shoes off that's Boom. a very well-known thing and mm-hmm. then they put shoes on no Maybe they put they slippers to... on yeah, slippers does the slippers not count as shoes for the purposes of uh, you can politeness? go barefoot or you can do slippers yep that's you legit. do socks yep yeah you can do socks you do socks with sandals you're you just can't wear your Nobody outside shoes allows socks with sandals right <laughs> 
Just you can't, if you're wearing like your outside shoes, that's yes. the problem. Okay. So yeah. if you were wearing sandals There's outside. Sh- straw mats, motherfucker. I, hard to clean. Listen, it just struck me as weird that she immediately is just like, respect them. Take off your shoes. Now put on these shoes. No, but those are slippers that like have okay. never been outside and have no dirt on them. Do you not have slippers, Ray? <laughs> I do not. It gets cold in the winter. You put on slippers it yes. does. in the house. Yeah. It gets cold in the winter? <laughs> uh, Here? There was a week where I put on slippers. Me too. I've nice. got a Me fireplace too. for that, guys. I enjoy, I enjoy putting on slippers. <laughs> you guys are weird, man. I don't... <laughs> where do all these white ninjas come from? Well, okay. First off, we kidnapped Dr. Marita, and we find out Dr. Marita's actually Storm Shadow because they've already kidnapped him. So why is anybody mm. there anyway? Also, mm. is this, uh, this is the first time I've noticed that Storm Shadow narrates his life. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is like, I was like, why is he, is, does he have like a little recorder on him that he's like going to look back on when he's 80 and he's going to be like, time to write my memoirs. Ooh. You don't see him pulling out the dictaphone and just being like, day 45, I pretended to be a seismologist. <laughs> like he clearly is just Jones. like, now I'm running away. Now I'm going over here. <laughs> um did you enjoy the part, uh, speaking of uh, exciting, like, uh, suit-on-suit action, where uh, he's dressed as, he pulls off the mask. I love it when they do this. He pulls yep. off the mask of the seismologist to reveal his cloaked face underneath yep. it. Another mask. How do so you, many masks. I just, I, it, it drives me crazy. Handsprings. Okay. So Handsprings. The, then all of a sudden we have the big fight where, yeah, all, all the Storm Shadow ninjas show up. And I don't know what, because usually he's hanging around, like, generic ninjas. Yeah. These are all ninjas dressed like him. Mm-hmm. I guess they all live in Japan. Well, he's part of, now, if I make it nerdy, comical with you guys, comic book, not comical. He's part of some clan? He's part of the Arashikagi clan, and they are based in Japan, so it is Uh possible that the reason why they're wearing all white is because that's the traditional Arashikagi, like, gear, and he pulled them from his clan. That was what I assumed. Yeah, no, no joke to insert here. That's just what I think is happening here. Just a it's weird that he's all of a sudden hanging out with a bunch of people dressed just like him. Yeah, that was what I assumed. I assumed like, oh, this is his Japan crew. Mm-hmm. And I, he gets them. I like to picture the moment when the ninjas kind of all come out of the dressing rooms ready for the day. And then they look at each other and be like, well, I'm not changing. <laughs> you change. I'm not changing. We can't all go dress the same, guys. No, no, I'm not changing. Thank heavens you're not getting comical. <laughs> <laughs> This is, I have to say, this scene uh, made me, again, very uncomfortable that the Joes employ Bazooka. Yeah. I was just like, I cannot help but feel like they are taking advantage. Taking advantage of a disabled Yes. I feel like they're just like, hey, can you go on this mission, big guy? Yeah, it's not going to be dangerous at all. We'll give you candy at the end. And he's like, just whatever you do, don't fall off the pagoda. Well, okay, so Lady J and Bazooka both get flipped and knocked off the balcony, so they fall two stories below. Did you guys catch the one really quick shot of the ninjas right after they throw them off the balcony, turn and high-five each other? No. It's one of, I had to go back and rewind <laughs> it. Uh, it's one of the greatest oh, moments. Because at first I was like, do those ninjas just high-five? I must have seen that wrong. Rewind. Absolutely. It shows from the, the wide angle and the balcony of them falling off, and then all of a sudden the background. Yeah! I'm glad they That's take pride amazing. in their work. <laughs> oh, was, that is awesome. I loved it so much. I'm glad they're proud uh, of it. Guys, if you're watching this at home, rewind it if you missed it, because yeah. it's one of the greatest moments I've ever... <laughs> I just have a big star just next to it, be like, high five and ninjas! But then fast forward to this next part, which has terrifying puppets in it. Okay, so an action scene happens. Storm Shadow escapes. Quick Kick shows up on a motorcycle and weird, like, flips all like over it. One shot where they land in the water. And then a slipper delicately landed <laughs> next to them. I don't know why it just stuck out to me. I was just like, that's 
That's very tranquil. You know why, Chad? Mm-hmm. For it? art. Mm-hmm. Juxtaposition of violence versus peace. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And then, as Gina said, we get to the puppet show. We get to Bunraku. Mm-hmm. Is this a movie theater? It's legit. This is legit culture. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed. Did, did, Lady did J right? is the one that knows what it is, right? Like, yeah. she's clearly been to Japan before. Well, this oh, is yeah. uh, uh, Quick Kick. I feel like she's a Harajuku girl. Well, this is Quick Kick and Bazooka. And so they go in thinking it's a. Oh. He thinks it's a movie. Theater. Wait, what happened to Lady J at this she's point? She's just gone. She's she's back. <laughs> we don't. In we don't care. She's miming. She's doing something. And then they get attacked by uh, string puppets with yep. baseball bats. Very yep. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. I don't want giant puppets around me, guys. <laughs> uh, I had a friend in college, and uh, I used to get. I get, got really drunk, and he was a puppeteer, and uh, he had a little marionette thing. <laughs> and I was everything about this is horrible. It's great. Oh, so, tell me that you have a bunk bed, and he was on top. No, and it was just like in the middle of the night, just drop it slow. But what scared me was Ray Gasparay. <laughs> you guys are bringing back memories. No, I was so drunk in the with the way the lights were, I couldn't see the strings. So in my addled brain, yeah. it was just like the puppet, oh and he chased God. me around the apartment as I shrieked like a girl, being like, "I'm coming to get you, Ray!" And I freaked the fuck out, and, yeah. and had a had a whopper freak out moment. It was a uh, it was terrifying, mm-hmm. much like what must have happened to Quick Kick and Bazooka sure. as they to Bazoo. First of all, again, Bazooka is not all there it's so not. to him he's probably like oh my god what's that chi- wooden people are coming to kill me <laughs> i don't think it's the first time pu- he, he's thought puppets have attacked him can i just put that out there i feel like it's kind of a normal thing for bazooka like he just kind of shows up to the mess hall one day like hey bazooka what's going on and he'd just be like puppets attacked me again <laughs> be like, all right bazooka that's yep, cool yeah. yeah we're good uh, we get introduced to Scrap Iron right now. Yeah, we do. And I, was Scrap Iron controlling all four puppets? I because he's good. All, all I know is like Dexter, new guy. What the fuck? <laughs> and then like, hi, I am Scrap Iron. Oh, I got gotcha. you. We have to introduce new characters from the toy line. That cool, is correct. Cool, cool. Scrap Iron uh, was the driver of a vehicle. I think right. it was like a missile. Yeah. Why don't vehicle. we introduce the vehicle? No. Not important. <laughs> Vehicles don't have character. Scrap Scrap Iron has character. I can't do the voice, but he's scrap got that iron weird iron. voice, man. Very gravelly. Uh, he's a he's a, a demolitions guy. That's his deal. I see. He likes to blow stuff up. So he right. decides to drop him in a trap door. Mm-hmm. So they're under the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he throws a bomb puppet at them. Right. A stick of dynamite yeah. <laughs> with a, a fuse of like. 15 minutes. <laughs> Was this where you got very offended about the Japanese culture? Is this the nope. moment where... No, we're still, still good. Still not there. Yep. Still so good. So mm-hmm. calling a stick of dynamite a, a, a bunraku is not, is not where no, we that's. The I mean, obviously, that's it was probably just... probably what it just, means. Like, wrapped it in a towel and was just like, eh, ha this is a funny joke. And, go, and we keep the running gag as Bazooka uh, it says, I'll disarm it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, again, isn't that his specialty? Is it not his specialty? He's training it, so we have to assume they, somebody somewhere thinks he can do it. Mm-hmm. Because Quick Kick in the moment's like, uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't mean, trust this Quick at Kick all. Quick Kick goes with the smarter thing, but if that is his specialty, I would be like, yeah, go f- disarm it, dude. Okay, yeah, wait. no worries. This giant theater blow up, no big deal. Yeah. It's not our problem. I would ask the question, uh, Gina, if you're in the moment with a bomb and you've 10 seconds before it goes off and you're with Bazooka. Are you actually going to be like Bazooka? First I trust all, you to disarm this. I would not be with Bazooka because as soon as they sent me on a mission, I would drive him out to the country and put a shotgun in the back oh, of his head. No. Good lord. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're concerned about them taking advantage of him. Your solution is to murder him. Yeah, no, I was 
was originally going to say I would drive him out to like a, a like a school oh, to a for... farm upstate New York where all the rabbits go. Look yeah. at the pretty flowers, Mizuka. <laughs> but then I veered and I decided to kill him. But in in actuality, I would probably take him to some sort of like home and and like a safe safe home and be like, can you test him and just tell me what his IQ is and let me know if it's right that the military is using him as a super soldier. So you, you would take matters into your own hands for his own safety. Yeah, yeah. So I would never be on a mission with him. But you would also <laughs> let him disarm a bomb if it was life or death for both No, I'm saying like if it was anyone but him and that was their specialty and they were like, hey, let me disarm it. I'd be like, yeah, this is your thing. Uh, again, anyone but him. I mean, although I guess like we've established <laughs> that everyone is terrible at what they do. Ace can't fly. No, Ace crashes all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Duke can't really fight. He just immediately gets goes unconscious. Yeah, uh, barbecue, in fact, starts fires. Yeah, okay. Strange. So I guess this makes sense. Yeah, why not? Uh, so they decide to, uh, they, they use a little bit of a system of weights and pulleys and levers. They fly out through a window and into a passing vegetable truck. Yep. Delicious. Uh, but which for some reason has one lone banana uh, in banana. it. Yeah, yeah, you found it. <laughs> you know what? If, if, uh, uh, um, if Bazooka were to fall into a produce truck, just a full <laughs> produce truck, like an entire tractor trailer full, and there were one banana in it, I guarantee you he would find the banana. <laughs> I would I would actually take that one step further and say that he could fall into a truck of like meat or a truck of live chickens uh-huh. and he would still find a banana in it, no yeah. matter what was going on. No, agreed. Yeah. I agreed. feel that about Bazooka. <laughs> Um, okay, so we, we cut to Lady J, who found a seismic study map inside the Shinto shrine. No, 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 no. We're at Dr. Marita's house. Oh, excuse me. So, a seismologist. Yes. And we, we found a seismic map. Right. The Cobra oh, yeah. had already rifled through the house and not and, but, found it. But didn't find the one that's like clearly <laughs> out in the open. It's in the yeah, middle of the room the by yeah. itself. But then He's... she, for like the third Lady J episode in a row... Gets so easily captured. Oh, very quickly. Mm. It's like every, literally every episode with her now is just her being like, ah, ah. <laughs> like it's like a split second of she doesn't fight. She has nothing. The Baroness knocks her out or the Baroness like does this or the does that. And then she's like, well, I mean, it's a net. What are you going to do? I mean, the she could have rolled, roll the out of the way, man. The tighter you... I'm just saying she should have heard them coming and then like ducked and rolled. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not at least get herself trapped in an invisible box. Mm-hmm. I will mime. say this. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, you can complain that she wears <laughs> heels because that can't be uh, helpful. No. But you know what? You got to put the emergency homing beacon button somewhere. Yeah. That's true. Put it on the heel. Are they heels or are they just regular like boots? They're I mean, like the combat boots, boots heels. but they have heels oh, on them. Like, yeah. That is an Western ankle wear. twist waiting to happen. Mm, well, tell me about again, it. where else are you going to put the emergency signal that you yeah. need to contact? Mm-hmm. I'm in your butt. Uh, in, ladies and gentlemen, in your butt. There's, that's so the you're answer. suggesting that she just, uh, to summon the rest <laughs> of the Joes, she just... Pop her finger right into her butthole. Wouldn't it be, if you were one of those Joes, wouldn't that oh. just give you a little shock of delight every time? Oh, oh, la- oh everybody. Everybody has a homie. Wait a minute. She tripped the on. butt signal. No, no, she has the no button way. in her butthole. Every other Joe has a buzzer that responds to her homing device in their butthole. No, no. I'm saying that like in What's this episode, she hits it in her heel and they're like, oh, Lady J just hit that homing beacon. She must be in trouble. Uh-huh. It would be the same system, except if it's in her butt, you would uh-huh. know like, oh, guys, Lady J just totally hit her bu- hit her button. The problem was uh, Zaymot tripped it last episode <laughs> when he rescued her. 
Oh. So uh, she couldn't keep it in her butt anymore. I'm pretty sure Flint <laughs> trips it on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> you think if Flint's you know in the butt stuff? I mean. At least she's not wearing I mean. a gigantic brooch. And then, oh, that's and right. then yeah. just Flint being like, that. ignore this thing that I'm <laughs> no, doing. I want to know right now. Do you think Flint and Lady J are into butt stuff together? Are they? Into I think it? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think he likes her to Ooh, stick, stick her finger at least oh, in his butt. Okay, reverse okay. butt stuff. Yeah, yeah. how's that reverse butt stuff? <laughs> Sex. It's also butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think of it only as one direction. I hadn't even thought about the male counterpart. Oh, God. You realize that's not even the direction it's supposed to go? So that can't be considered the default direction. Guys, moving on. (laughs) We find a landmine that Bazooka once again wants to disarm it and is told no. Well, I mean, if the thing's standing, it's just sitting out there, maybe just walk and it's around. Sideways, it. but it's not at even some buried. point, I wanted someone to be running back too fast and trip and like trip and it, then and then just it? like their limbs are blown everywhere, and he, him He's... to be like, "You should have let me disarm it." <laughs> Told you. <laughs> so, and how about that device that Quick Kick is using to find Lady J? It's just a, it's a big like remote control with an arrow on it that only uh-huh. points in one direction. <laughs> so it's like a divining rod. Yeah. Uh, he's going to find water with it, and he's going to find Lady J. We end up in a dungeon. Sure. With Again, apparently this is the worst security in the entire world. This is not a Shinto shrine. Because no. the security is terrible. No, However, not enough magic spells. They do have a trap. So, uh, you know, it's not so much security as that they were being lured into trap. Correct. And I want to take this moment to point out that Cobra Commander is being surprisingly level-headed and useful this episode. Really? No weird outbursts. He's just like, That's true. I got a plan. We're going to do it. I mean, it doesn't succeed, but at least it's like, I'm thinking clearly. I'm doing this. Here come the Joes. I've got a bunch of snakes to release. Boom. Let's do this. (laughs) Which, by the way, one of the more terrifying plans, I think. And also, I don't like that they just like plopped them from the ceiling. I feel like they could get hurt. The snakes could get hurt. Yeah. I was thinking it as an effective trap. Are they going to be okay being dropped from the ceiling? Are they still going to be like... Not knocked unconscious and like yeah, killed. I just don't. I don't like when people use any type of animals in a trap because it requires the other people to hurt them in some way. Uh, as they do this time, as quick kick, uh, yes, through, through means not entirely of our own <laughs> physical world. No, um, does that how is that a fire extinguishers work? They just automatically freeze solid uh, I mean, snakes for the most part. Uh, f- fire extinguishers uh, remove. <laughs> Oxygen from the environment, okay. With uh, you know, by uh, dousing you know foams and. Okay, so, so do we think these snakes died or do they defrost? Gina, I think it's suspended Gina, animation. Did you see there was like a full inch of ice around them? If so they you defrost. were frozen so so solidly through that uh, an inch of ice formed around your body, you 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 donezo, girl. Gina, don't I believe mean, him. I've seen Encino Man. Unless, I oh, think they're going to defrost, and then they're going to go on to live happy snake lives. They'll take them to that same farm where you take Bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to protect them, Gina, you can take all the snakes out to the farm and then shoot them in the back of the head. Just like you would with Oh, Bazooka. no. That's, that's not where how, I thought you were going she, at that's all. That's how she saves. That's how she saves them. <laughs> so we got about five minutes to go in the episode, and we finally hit the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Which we I still don't there. really understand, to be honest. Okay, yeah. so I still don't understand why they want to destroy Tokyo. So through using controlled explosions, they're going to create earthquakes. Uh, controlled explosions above on the ground. surface, yes. like you do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And there's three of them. Very small. And they literally, I'm just convinced. They can have... fit in a handbag. We're not even talking about a backpack or a briefcase. 
yeah. small handbag. Um, I just have it here. This is the author's. Every Japanese place we could think of has a bomb. So we've got one <laughs> mm-hmm. at Mount Fuji. We've got one mm-hmm. at the big statue of Buddha. Mm-hmm. So uh, we the have Tashuga Shrine. The Flint team the shows up, and then they find up the, because we're running out of time here. So we have the Flint team shows up. No problem. We got it. Yeah. Quick kick team shows up. They almost blow blow themselves up. <laughs> oops, oops, oops. Uh-huh. But they have no. Uh, it's a necklace. I've, that's weird. It's the necklace it's a to a Buddha statue. Around. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been. It's been in the middle of Town Square for how long, and nobody's noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been stolen at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like who's who's putting that? Who's putting a weird case around a boot, like a thirty foot high Buddha? That can't be right. Because <laughs> we I should mean, just. I'm not pretending to understand Buddhism. That's a religious statue. That is something that's like important to people on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. If somebody was to defame it by putting a dog collar on it with a cobra symbol, I think that, somebody that, would get they're pissed, probably right? giving it as a gift to the Buddha. Oh, it's a gift. yeah, yeah. It's one of those like you leave food out for the ancestors. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. You, leave bombs you light out candles for, <laughs> or, or for gods. Yeah, you leave bombs out for gods. Yep. Yep. You know what? Seems legit. Yep. And then the bazooka. Weren't you immediately thinking when bazooka and Taiko go into that Shinto shrine? Uh, with all the candles kiss. that, well, not that. I was going to say, like, <laughs> they were going to, like, majorly F it up somehow. Oh, <laughs> like, they I were mean, gonna have I a had, huge issue. I had faith in Taiko. Me too, but Bazooka I mean, she, finds the bomb in, like, one second. He's yeah. quick. It's like, oh, they're knocked over candles, put two and two together. Uh, that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. yeah. For him. That's true. I'm into it. So then we have the big uh, 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 emotional scene where Bazooka has to lead the team through disarming all the bombs. Mm-hmm. Again, this was just over the phone, basically. Yeah. They didn't have another bomb expert they couldn't get like on the horn. It seems like so many of them do so many different things that having just one bomb expert is, is a bad idea. Well, they have Zap, uh, uh, the, the Latino dude uh, who blows the holes in the sides of the temples and oh, stuff. Oh, that's right. And yeah, I'm like, we, don't, we, we don't bring the Latinos <laughs> out We don't bring like, him out. It more than once every dozen episodes is a bit too much brown. When you have to just to get people com- like to yeah. stop complaining. Oh yeah, no, no, we're diverse. Yeah, we got a we got a uh, a Mexican, Mexican, right? He's from Mexico, right? What, whatever. Well, quick he's, kick he's is brown. half Japanese, half Korean. Mm. I mean, that's diverse enough for one episode, right? We that's why they don't bring the other guy in. We don't mm-hmm. need it. So the guy that nobody's like go anywhere near a bomb. Suddenly, every person is <laughs> trusting with their lives to get this right. Mm-hmm. The guy who couldn't do it in practice. Yeah. Now has to do it in the game. And he gets it right. He gets them all. There's a little bit of turbulence. A scrap iron shows up to fight at the end because we need a fight scene to end the show. Sure. Uh-huh. And then uh, Taiko saves the day with a throwing star in that she boob. hits the last her out boob. of her boob. Not a comfortable boob That is the lowest cut. Uh, everything she was wearing was somehow like <laughs> open to her navel. And I don't understand why. <laughs> Easy access to her weapons. Oh, okay. Oh, that was right. it. Yeah. That's, where you, that's where you keep them all? Yeah. Here are my nunchucks. Whoop. <laughs> yeah. Here's an M3A rifle. <laughs> I mean, it's either that or it's in her butt. So. And we wouldn't no, want to trip the homing signal. <laughs> no, no, no. That's where so. the rescue devices are kept. The actual offensive <laughs> weapons are in the uh, underboob. That's what I'm saying. You got you to gotta separate them somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what? All of this seems legit to me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> and then they hug. They because, hug. Uh, but it really leads us to the best scene of the entire uh, uh, episode <laughs> where they're enjoying a traditional Japanese dinner in celebration. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I haven't noticed. We haven't got to the part that offended. Wait a minute. We skipped the. What's the part? We skipped the. What I skipped? Uh, uh, motorcycle flying into the helicopter. I was trying oh, to remember it was what so movie bad. that was from. Which movie is that? Oh, I feel like that? it was a Mission Impossible. 
Is Mission Impossible? No, it was something with Nicolas Cage. Did they do it in a Fast and Furious? Maybe. Almost assuredly, all of you are correct. Uh, <laughs> all of those movies had it. I think it was Die Hard with a Vengeance, I think. Oh, is the one or was you're it of. The Matrix? Right. Or, Wasn't there a helicopter at some uh, point flying? No, and then, live Free or Die Hard, that's the one. Bruce uh, Willis with uh, Justin that. Long, and he takes the helicopter. That might, the, he might be true. That flies might be true. the thing into the thing. Or, yeah, or it could be all of these movies. It was just so <laughs> terrible. This fight scene was so riveted on. It's like, oh, I, we wait. thought we had less time than we did. We have a minute and a half to go before we get to the great octopus scene. Scrap Iron Show up and they fight okay but cool, what good. was the racist part yeah what was it was it in the last scene because that's all we have left Say that oh do you oh, do you dar- need, do you need that to hear that again Yuck. her pronunciation of the word delicacy that was that that's the part that made you mad i didn't even notice it yeah i, noticed I know it. <laughs> i definitely noticed it. it made me slightly uncomfortable but then I was like, maybe, they, maybe that was an actual Japanese actress? Well, that's the Baroness. That's the actress. Who, listen to it again. That's the actress who plays the Baroness. 100%. In fact, that is, is in my notes Baroness? back here. Yes. Hold on. Let me uh, track down the actual uh, <laughs> the point where... Uh, here, here we go. The mountain is coming down. <laughs> that that is... was Taiko. Oh. That is the Baroness. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the Baroness yeah. in the episode. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounded like she did, even did the Baroness. What is the the voice actress that does the Baroness? What is her real accent? Just American? Uh, I would Probably. assume. I don't think they got any. They imported but... her from Eastern Europe. Gina. <laughs> Just for that one role. But then role. why in that one line does she still sound Eastern European instead of Japanese? This is well, you the know, question that we... Acting with an accent. Asking. Yeah, acting with an accent is hard. And now when you have to like shout <laughs> on top of it, it's easy to lose that accent immediately. Look at all the impressions I've done. Yeah. Oh, I'm shouting every single one of them inadvertently. At, at and, no point. And they're not good. At no point am I saying that they're doing a bad job of this. The voice actors are phenomenal. They're the best. I love them all. I bet she. I wonder if she read it normally at first and said delicacy, and then they were like, uh, not just, racist. Uh, you, uh, you just nip it up a little bit, please. You, just kind of just like, just go Jap, just go crazy <laughs> go Jap on crazy. this one. I will oh, say that I wanted th- this last scene made me super jelly of eating octopus. I just wanted to be there. They have tea. They, they have do. sake. Like they have, and and yeah, I did think the octopus looked good. And I was just thinking, like, oh, I bet someone's gonna bring out noodles in a second. And they're sitting on the floor, and it's so great. And I wanted to be there eating all of this food. Even though the octopus, none of the Joe team seemed to like it. Lady J's trying it, I, and she I, yeah. seems into it. But no, Quick Kick obviously is eating it. I would have liked someone. Obviously, obviously, he's eating it. Mm. Him and Taiko are hanging out, like having some high fives, like they were two uh, Storm Shadow ninjas throwing people off a balcony. I wish they are that, really enjoying it. I wish that like a couple of people had been more on board. I will say that th- this last part was like I was like, yes. but I guess they are military guys and they aren't known for their palates. Well, Bazooka wasn't going to eat it. Uh, Flint thought one grabbed his chopstick. Gung Ho at least tried it. Yeah, and, it, and him being nauseous, I think, is what put the other two guys off. Of that it. was psychosomatic. Oh, assuredly. Uh, I do like though that they're uh, they did do that thing where like it's it's a delicacy and they're like what well, it's not was like hamburgers a, wait Chan was it a delicacy or was it a it's a delicacy <laughs> a delicacy okay I wasn't sure I got that it's right it's not okay. a tap R that's uh, sorry but she's like not like hamburgers and she's like hamburgers yuck I'm like yes yeah thank you well, yeah. that's that perspective like what, yeah what who doesn't like hamburgers that's outrageous <laughs> to me I understand not wanting to eat scary tentacles this is but very, hamburgers no I don't buy you ma'am this is very reminiscent of the chic scene 
Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. That also ended with them eating foreign food and then someone else being like, no pot links instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least they're not eating goat eyeballs or you whatever, know what? you know, they would have been asked to eat. No, if they actually, if they actually did, if uh, uh, Wild Bill came out, I was like, yeehaw, forget <laughs> octopus, let's have hot links. I would have laughed and I would have approved. <laughs> I would have said, yes, I... That's I oh, 100% man. do not want to see that uh, behavior in real life, but for the purposes of this cartoon, yes. But Ted Peterson, you dropped the ball on this one. I'll yeah. just put it yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. But I want, more, I want more eating scenes. I want eating <laughs> scenes to close out every episode of G.I. Joe. I want them to always be eating different foods from different cultures because everyone knows cartoon foods are the most delicious looking foods. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm glad they're in Japan eating the octopus and what have you, because otherwise they'd be at home eating another turkey. Because <laughs> they yeah. eat turkey roughly every Constantly. other episode. It's Christmas every day. <laughs> so, Gina, did we pass the Bechtel test today? We actually did. Because, oh, we did. Because uh, uh, the Baroness is telling Lady J her evil plan at some point. Oh, oh I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good rip. Yeah. Lovely. Ooh, ooh. So that's like number seven or something right now. I mean, it's getting up there. It's doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, we're almost getting up there. We're very close to hitting uh, like twenty five percent. We're very close to needing a new game. Of, <laughs> of I mean, insensitivity. Yeah, maybe uh, season two. We're just gonna have to. Uh, well, when Sergeant Slaughter's there, there'll be no. It'll one be how many on. episodes in a row we can go without something racist happening? <laughs> Gina set the clock back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. it's a delicacy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, guys, that's going to wrap it up for Cobra Quake. Go ahead and go on to our Facebook page, Knowing Is Half the Podcast. Wait, wait. Facebook.com slash Knowing Is Half the Podcast. You could probably just search Knowing Is Half the Podcast in that search bar up at the top if you don't yeah. want to remember all of that. Sure. I mean, you know, or you could just get with it, Gina, and just type the goddamn words. It's a lot of typing. That's a, a lot of work. Uh, we're actually going to be doing a bank episode next week. We're going to be reading Operation Terror Trap, the Find Your Fate book. Uh, choose your adventure in the air. We're going to try that and see if it works because uh, Ray's going out of town for a week. So sorry, everybody. Uh, I believe it's Operation Teller Trap. Oh, my bad. <laughs> what did he say? Terror? Mm-hmm. Terror is more entertaining. Nah, he's he's doing a rip on Derekasi. Got it. It actually is Terror Trap, everybody. I didn't get it. <laughs> I have really bad eyes. But my I books, see the title of the book. My, my books came in and uh, we're going to be doing it. So look for that next week. And then the week after we have another episode of G.I. Joe, which is very exciting. And I don't know what the name of that episode is, so I'm not even going to worry about it. But it's episode 32. It's episode 32 for your record books. And I'll even bring the right notes this next week. I promise oh, to make it happen. Uh, until then, my name is Ray Stacanus and you can catch me. I'm on Twitter at Almighty Ray. Um, you can catch me, I guess, in a Pokeball. <laughs> Pokemon. Um, or on Twitter at 999 RPMs. Please don't try and catch me. I'm a small... <laughs> but we have to get them I'm all. I'm a small... All of them, I'm Gina. I'm a small female, and I don't want to be <laughs> hunted. But you can you can find me on the web at, at Gina Ippy. Guys, I screwed up the show, didn't I? You As always, usual. Always. Do, do we have to line always, it up and start always. over again? Sure, I'll just erase this. Okay, cool. So, guys, when you hear this, it'll be take two, and I'm sure I believe Chan. Where are you guys going? Oh, I'm doing it solo? Oh, neat. Okay, well, goodbye.
it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you got to sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, Breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 